Merry Christmas! Merry holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Yule. Happy you Hanukkah. Know. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy, I, happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. We're um, giving you a bonus Christmas. You lucky bastards. Stories. Yeah. Listen, Christmas stories are a little hard to find, and this is probably going to be it. I don't know <laughs> what we would do next year unless somebody <laughs> had like a creepy Christmas story to share. Ooh, yeah. Share us those, you guys. I feel like we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for stories here. Hmm. Because everything's so mainstream now. Well, not everything. But Everybody knows who Krampus is. Everybody knows, knows, and thank God, right? Like, Krampus is cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. It's because of that movie, Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of other things that happened before that. Uh, no, okay, no, you're right. But. Mm-hmm. But that did lead the mainstream. You're right. It did. Mm-hmm. It took us over the that line. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be telling you guys a couple of, or about four, like Christmas folklore and mm-hmm. that are kind of creepies. Yeah. But I also, we could, I could start out by telling people about creepy Christmas movies that they could watch. Well, that's nice. Okay. We have a few here. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, most of them, you have to run, you've got to pay for a lot of shit now. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. There's one called Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. That's on Hulu. Cool. And it's supposed to be pretty gruesome. Um, and then, of course, we have Gremlins. Yes. The good oldie but a goodie Christmas, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can watch it on Sling, Fubo, Philo, or AMC. You know, all those... Um, Channels that nobody has, probably. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I'm fine. Like, the the Fubo kind of has a lot. I don't know. And then Krampus is on Fubo. And it's allegedly on Netflix, but I couldn't find it. Okay. Um, there's another one that's supposed to be pretty good called P2. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember, these are all creepy Christmas movies. And that's on Tubi or Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, Day of the Beast. That's on Netflix or on Amazon. One of the most telling, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Ooh. You have to rent it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Christmas. Mm. And that's on Voodoo or Tubi. And then there's another one called Scent. And that's on Hulu. And Scent is like the St. Nicholas of like the Amsterdam area. The Netherlands oh, okay. area. Yeah. Cool. And it's supposed to, that one is supposed to be like pretty gruesome, too. Awesome. So those that are some like gruesome Xmas movies that you could watch. I think the majority of them are basically about Santa Claus. Nice. Yeah. You, you know, so our parents are here with me for this Christmas. Mm-hmm. And last night we were going to watch a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Um, and so we were looking through Netflix and I was trying to find, you know, so the Christmas movies that I like and – my parents agreed to watching our movies like Just Friends. Yes. And we love that movie Mixed Nuts, which nobody yes. has ever heard about. But if you have the opportunity to see it, it will become one of your favorite Christmas movies. It's on um, Voodoo for free. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> um, so we started watching this one movie on Netflix. It was like a British Christmas comedy and it was terrible. Aww. And I just got frustrated because... 
like going through all the Christmas movies that I could find on Netflix. They're all about romance and bullshit. Yeah, it's kind of And weird, I just got, right? yeah, I just got mad and I was like, I don't understand why you people like, I was like, you people like Christmas mu- movies. And Aww. so we decided to watch The Witch instead. <laughs> That's a good Christmas movie. It's, it has nothing to do with Christmas. I can see that. But yeah, still. but it was good. Yeah. I, I mean, like that, it? oh, they've seen it before. They love it. I love it too. I made my regular Christmas list of movies last night. Okay. Um, and that's why I knew Mixed Nuts was on Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> Just Friends is on Amazon. Okay. A Family Griswold Christmas, that's on Amazon. Those are mm-hmm. some of my favorites. Elf, Home Alone. Home Alone is on Disney Plus for free. Oh, sweet. Home Alone has recently been added to my Christmas movies. Okay. Yeah, it hasn't always been there, but for some reason, people started talking about it more, and I was like, okay, it's a good Christmas one. I like it. It is a good one. Yeah, it's just been a while. We weren't into it as kids. Yeah, we saw it in the movie theater. We did? Uh, Yeah, we're old. Yeah, Yeah, I know we're old. You didn't have to remind me that. Well, thanks for that list. That's awesome. You're so thoughtful Um, with that. I didn't think twice about it. It's because all I do is sit by myself and watch movies. Bless your heart. <laughs> I know. It's so <laughs> sad. So um, I guess I'll get started with one of the like Christmas folklore. Okay. It's called Mary Lewid. It's Ooh. from the 1800s. And it took place really in the Wales area. I think it was like Southern Wales. Um, and it's thought that the tradition may be a little bit older than that. But basically what it is is a group of men from the village would carry a horse skull mounted on a stick decorated with ribbons <laughs> to, to make the it village. pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they would go to your door between Christmas and New Year's with this stick um, and they would sing outside your door and they would make merry, whatever the fuck making merry means. Um, so what would happen is if they stopped at your door, then you were to open the door and kind of engage with them. And basically what they wanted is they wanted in to your house and they wanted to eat all your fucking food and drink all your alcohol. <laughs> and so you would engage with them like in a battle of wits or like rhyming and you mm-hmm. would go back and forth for a long time about letting them in or not letting them in. And then finally, once you let them in, it was supposed to be like good luck it was going to bring you good luck for the next year if they made it in and ate all your food and drank all your alcohol. Um, so there's a couple of theories on it. I, From what I understood, it's so fucking old that it's really hard to find the roots of it or exactly what it means. So some believe that it means Holy Mother or the Mother of Jesus. Um, but others think that this happened way before Christianity came around um, and that it was... Yeah, I don't know what it was. That's all it says. It was just a tradition that was pre-Christians. However, in the early to mid-20th century, it's really declined, that practice has. And they think it's just because of opposing local Christian beliefs um, Mm. about it and also because of changing social conditions. It's almost like Christmas caroling. Yeah. Going to people's doors and you sing. And you mm-hmm. make them stand there and listen to you. And then you're <laughs> supposed to give them like cookies and cocoa and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same thing. I don't know if that's where it derived from, but I guess it's just so fucking old. Nobody really knows what it is or what it symbolizes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. I, I kind of like 
stuff like that. Like it's just such an ancient tradition. You don't even know where it stems from or kind of how it evolved. You know, there's um they they talk about during Halloween time too that um it was a time for giving. It was a time to to share as well. And so like the the poor folk or the impoverished people or homeless people or whatever would come to your house and sing. And you would give them coins or you'd give them food and stuff like that. And that uh-huh. they think that maybe that's where Christmas caroling came from as well. Oh, Isn't that, that interesting? And, yeah. But also trick-or-treating. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. trick-or-treating is mm-hmm. what it reminds me of. Because Christmas caroling isn't really a thing anymore, is it? Maybe they I, do we, it up north. They, they might, yeah, they might do it like in the rich part of towns. So I don't know. Yeah, it's not We've never here. lived in those type of neighborhoods, no. so we don't mm-hmm. know. Let us know. Yeah. If you have Anyways, experienced Christmas caroling. That was one of yeah. my traditions. Do you have any to speak to that are kind of weird? Yeah, I've got some weird shit. Um, so the first one I'm going to talk about is Frau Percha. Um, she's also known as Frau Bertha. Um, and she Oof. is the Christmas witch. Oh, yeah. She sounds like Big Bertha. Big Bertha. Yeah. No. <laughs> she's scary Bertha is what she is. So this tradition or this um type of i guess person was thought to have originated as um a goddess in the alp in um in uh, paganism uh-huh. um she is one of the leaders of the the wild hunt so between you know a certain i think it's like the beginning of december to throughout the new year, or maybe it's a couple weeks. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't really look into it. Um, There is the wild hunt and it's um, a battle between like fairies and elves and spirits and shit. And that's whenever creepy things happen. So they fly over the land. They get the spirits of unbaptized children. Um, (laughs) And, um, and it's just kind of a scary thing that happens in the sky over your home. So there's, all these weird creatures and shit that you hear around Christmas time. And, and um, Frau Percha is one of them. And she is depicted as an old crone with um, a nose kind of beak made out of iron. Um, she's dressed in rags and she carries a long knife that's hidden under her robes. Man, and she's like a scary bird lady. Yeah, she is a scary bird lady. <laughs> um, and she helped, like I said, she helps lead the wild uh, hunt. And she's the one that collects the unbaptized children, and she takes them along with her on the hunt. And I think she probably takes them to hell or maybe her house and eats them or something like that. they're all little heathens. They're all bad babies. Yeah. I was never baptized. Really? Yeah. I think that you were. I wasn't. I wasn't Okay, baptized. well, you're going to hell. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> but her deal is, um, so she is geared towards keeping track of domestic women and children so like back in the day you had to um you had to do like your spinning which i guess is like spinning yarn and you had to do your weaving and shit and you had to have that finished by the end of the year so she was like if you don't finish your weaving and your spinning and uh you know getting your your clothes done i'm gonna come to your house and uh, I'm going to judge you for it. But she's also <laughs> like, she also is like, 
if you don't have your house clean, I'm going to be a judgy. So you know what she is. She's the mother-in-law that you hate that comes over to your house (laughs) and inspects your laundry and your home to make sure it's clean enough. And um, she'll punish you if you don't do those things. And guess what she does to punish you? What? Do you want to guess? She doesn't talk to you? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Wouldn't that be a dream? Like, just don't ever clean your house if you have an in-law that you don't like and that was the punishment. You know, um, so no, what she does is if your house isn't clean enough, if you haven't finished spinning or weaving your shit, um, she'll go into your room at night while you're sleeping. She will disembowel you and fill your abdomen with rocks and straw. (laughs) Yeah, oh you do not want to fuck with Frau Percha. <laughs> that is not what I expected. I know that's weird. Um, so oh, then, as, oh my god! <laughs> so there's kind of two sides to Frau Percha, though. So there's her, who is a judgy ass bitch, um, who'll come into your home and basically kill you for not being clean, you know, cleanly enough. But then there's also like the good side of her. So they think that maybe she has two faces, and so she has the old crony ugly face and then she has the pretty face and she if if she goes into your home and you've been a good child or you have been a good you know woman who's finished all of her shit she'll leave a piece of silver in their shoes and she'll reward you for being for being a good person okay so pretty people are nice and ugly people are mean well that's the way it is okay you know and if you're good you get money Mm mm-hmm Okay. If you finish your chores, you get your allowance. I mean, this is, I am, an, as a white woman, I am oh, no. insulted. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, it's just a tradition, you know, oh, okay. that was passed down for a very long time. And I, you know, this was, this is to teach a lesson. It's to get, it's to get your stuff finished. Uh-huh. Don't be lazy clean your house but you know also there is a lesson on keeping your house clean in there it doesn't have to be for women it can be for whoever nowadays but you know if your house is dirty you're gonna have rats and shit come in and eat all your food and stuff like that so i think it was a different kind of cleansing back then too well i also like it because like if we compare it to like santa if you're Mm -hmm. you know naughty or nice then you get a present or you get a piece of coal right yeah but with this (laughs) you die (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty cool that's pretty like punk rock of this folklore (laughs) i know so you know it's so funny yeah that is a total like surprising twist yeah yeah and it's very specific her 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 iron beak yeah she's She's the iron (laughs) yeah yeah or that sword that she's hiding under her robes. Oh, okay, yeah, but also that. she like is dressed in rags and she's coming to your over to your house and is like, Your weaving's not finished and your house isn't clean, but she's like this old disgusting like how I don't know. <laughs> hypocritical. Well, a lot of them are that way, because Krampus is kinda gross, Belschnickel's kinda gross. Yeah. Like they're all dressed in rags. Yeah. It's weird. It's funny. Yeah, so that's Frau Percha for you. Okay, that was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I'm glad you did that one. Me too. I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned more about something else, too, about werewolves and Christmas. Oh. You wouldn't think they go together. You think no. werewolves on, like, Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Or Paris. <laughs> Ooh la la. Mm-mm. Or London. Oh, okay. Or London. Yeah. 
Um, but werewolves go back in history with Christmas for quite a while, actually. They're part of the Yuletide Horror Fest since the Middle Ages. They've always Whoa. been involved in the festival. Isn't that crazy? That is so weird. So basically, there's several stories behind werewolves being involved in Christmas. One of the more mainstream ones is that if you are born on Christmas Day, you're going to turn into a goddamn werewolf because <laughs> you have insulted Jesus. And a part of the punishment is that you will be a werewolf. It's also thought of like the devil's mockery of Jesus if you were born on Christmas. Wow. So you're a fucking werewolf. That's Isn't that rude. crazy? Think of That's... how many werewolves there are. Like only Jesus is allowed to have only December twenty fifth. Jesus is allowed to have that day. That's it. I mean, I know a werewolf then. Her name is yeah. Miranda. I know a werewolf. Her name is Holly. Noel <laughs> is her oh, no. middle name too. I know. <laughs> Blasphemy. I know. How dare you women be born on Christmas Day? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. But we also need to think about the pagan belief that the winter solstice was a signature time for monsters just in general, right? This is the mm-hmm. time that monsters are really celebrated and come out. So here's another theory. And I don't think I'm going to pronounce this right, but I'm going to give it a good college try. Okay. Is that what is that the saying is a good college try? Yeah. All right. An educated try? I don't know. Okay. Um there are creatures who were called Calicanzanos. Okay. They're, Sounds good. They're monkey-like demons who spend most of the year underground trying to chop down the world tree. So, but after sunset between Christmas Day and January 6th, they come out and they run amok and they scare horses. Aw, meanies. This was remedied through putting a colander on your porch and then these little creatures would be occupied with counting all the holes in the colander all night that it would distract Mm. them from running amok and scaring the horses. Some people think that this theory of these little monkey-like things morphed into werewolves. And people thought they were werewolves who were coming out instead. Oh. Interesting. Yes. So that's one theory behind werewolves being connected to Christmas. So we've got, you're born, you're on Christmas, you're a werewolf. we got little monkeys, they turned into werewolves. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, so here's another story about werewolves. Another story is that werewolves have a party on Christmas night And then after the party, they're still raging. And so they go (laughs) and they look for people who are alive or any animal that's alive. And they bust in your doors and they fucking devour you and all the animals that are there. Because they're raging from the night before. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're so hungover and like hangover food is like people. Yeah. And they, you know, they're just, they're high on coke. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. They're like, oh, look, it's a, it's a Taco Bell. Yeah. Human houses are an equivalent to Taco Bell. Exactly. For for werewolves. Yeah. So that's one way werewolves are associated with Christmas. It's because they're Christmas party. Cool. <laughs> it gets a little out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's another one. There's a Baltic belief mm-hmm. that there's a young man who does not have use of his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that he goes around the world summoning all the devil's followers on Christmas night. 
And whoever doesn't come or is reluctant to come is then whipped with an iron whip. And then, you know, they all turn into werewolves. (laughs) (laughs) I've never fucking heard that before. (laughs) This is insane. I know. Like, but these are all like, this is all folklore. I've never heard of any of it. Yeah, it is cool. Okay, so then there's one more, and I really tried to look more into this one because I was like, this is absurd, and I thought the one story I read, maybe they put it in as a joke. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure, but this is comes to us from Louisiana. Oh. It's about a French culture Santa Claus, and that basically <laughs> oh, he's no. in a sleigh, mm-hmm. and he goes through the swamps. And his sleigh is pulled by alligators. <laughs> and he has, he's in the company of a red-nosed werewolf. Okay. I don't know if it's real. And, like, I tried to look up more, and I couldn't really find anything on it. The only thing that I found was the um, Cajun Christmas story. Uh-huh. And it is about a Santa who has alligators that pull his sleigh, but the alligator like accompanies him. It's not a we- I didn't find anything about a werewolf accompanying him. Yeah, that seems so it's a red-nosed werewolf, is that yeah. what you said? Like supposed to be like Rudolph? Yeah. So, I mean that yeah, that seems like somebody's just like being silly. I thought yeah. maybe they were trying to pull my leg. But who um, but maybe we should ask a Cajun friend. Well, that's what I was going to say. Why don't you ask your family? <laughs> Yeah, my my husband is from Louisiana. Yes. But he didn't live there for very long, but he does. So he's Cajun. He's not Cajun. His dad's Cajun. His dad is not Cajun. Okay, why did I always think they were Cajun? Well, okay, his dad's from Venezuela. It's Cajun. That is not Cajun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, his dad's from Venezuela. Yeah, but they all lived in Louisiana, so they may have picked up some Maybe. weird traditions. Yeah. yeah. I'll ask. I'll ask him. He's not here right now, so we can't bring him in. All right. But anyways, cool. That yeah, is, so this is a werewolf so interesting. Stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's if fun. I had a Christmas tree, I'd want to get werewolf ornaments. Yes. Uh-huh. I think my next Christmas tree is going to have like werewolf. It's going to have all that stuff on it. It's going to be oh, really hard. Fun. I may have to make them myself. Yeah, you can do this. It'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, those are my folklore Christmas stories. Mm-hmm. Do you have I, any more? Yes, I have one more. This oh. is about the child-eating scarecrow or Hans Trop. I'm going to oh. say Trop instead okay. of Trap, like an American, but I'm pretty yeah. sure the A is an A. So it's okay. Hans Trop. And he is a legendary figure from certain parts of France. Um, this was during like the 1400s, I think, is whenever this legend kind of came to light so the legend goes that um hans trap was a wealthy man um but he was cruel and he acquired his wealth so there's a couple of stories it's like he either acquired his wealth um by making a pact with demons or the devil or he was just wealthy so i've heard a couple of different like stories of that and so He's running around with his wealth, and he's being an asshole, and the Vatican is like, uh-uh. You know, they learned of his, e- of his evilness, and they summoned him to the, va- to the Vatican to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you so wealthy and mean? And um, I guess they figured out that he's either 
worshiping Satan or he wasn't churchy enough. And so they excommunicated from the church. Okay. By the way, I guess he was doing both. Um, and whenever he arrived back home from the Vatican, all of his land and his wealth was taken from him. And what? so, yeah. And so he was also excommunicated from the village and he went to go live in the forest. So, um, so he was mad. And if he hadn't worshipped Satan before, he definitely was doing it now. Yeah. Because um, it was said that he sold his soul and he dedicated his life to acting revenge against the village. Um, but then he was like, you know what? I also want to eat people. Okay. Yeah. So he decided, like, what is the best way that I could catch somebody? And he decided, okay, I'm going to dress up like a scarecrow. And that's where, how he's going to lure in or trap his prey. So he would, he stuffed himself like his shirt with straw and sticks and he just waited and he waited for somebody to walk by. And finally this young shepherd boy came by and he snatched him up and he killed him with a sharp pointy stick. And so he took him to his home in the woods and he chopped him up and he was getting ready to like roast him on his fire so that he could eat him. And at this point, God was like, I'm sick and tired of your shit. Like, you know, it took him a while. He wanted to see if he was, you know, yeah. killing the child is fine, but and you're going like, to Are you really going to eat him? Hold on a second. Yeah. He's like, no, he's I've like, had I'm enough. My foot down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so um, God struck him down with a bolt of lightning now, this is interesting because the story goes, God stuck him down with a bolt of lightning. That didn't kill him. He fell down and hit his head and that killed him. <laughs> <laughs> so he must have been standing. He got struck and he's like, whoa. And he wobbled down, fell on a bench, and then he died. Um, so it is said that his spirit comes back to um, exact his revenge. Um, and another... So that doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas. So the other story is, though, that um, he came, he comes back and he teams up with Santa Claus because Santa needs a helper who is an asshole. And um, so he teams up with Santa and he's like, look, dude, you, you give the nice children something. I'm going to scare the shit out of other kids, the bad ones. Um, and this is a way of him um, getting repentance for his sins is by being a dick to kids. So he scares children and he's trying to teach them, you know, don't be greedy, don't be wealthy, don't worship Satan, you know, be a good kid. Don't be like me or else you'll end up getting struck down by lightning and hitting your hanging head out with Santa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is an interesting story because this is actually based on a, a, a real person. The legend comes from um, a knight called Hans von Trotha and he he was a knight that was that kind of held some property of two castles and he was an asshole too but I guess he was just a really good knight um, he was given this property he got into a dispute with um, a monastery about the possession of one castle and they were like actually that's ours and he's like actually no it's mine and um they just were fighting about it and hans was such a dick he um he's like okay fine you're gonna try to get this castle back guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna um dam up this river that supplies water to your village so you're gonna have to leave me alone so he did that and 
they were like, dude, you can't do that. That's terrible. All, all our people are dying. And he's like, okay, well, if you stop complaining, complaining about this property being yours, I'll release the dam. And they're like, fine, do it, do whatever. And so he, he killed the dam and it flooded the, vi- the village. Yeah. So it, it just created this massive damage and he was still being an asshole to everybody. And by this point, they complained to the emperor. The emperor was like, dude, stop being a dick. And he's like, whatever, I'm going to do whatever I want. And so then the abbot's like, okay, I'm going to go to the Vatican and we're going to talk to the people there. And so they went to the, to the Vatican and the, the Vatican summoned him to question his loyalty to the church. And as you do, He's like, I'm not going to go. Actually, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to the Vatican, to the Pope, questioning his, his, uh, or accusing him of immorality. Classic (laughs) white girl move. I know, exactly. He puffed up his hair in his back. Uh He wrote, he gave them a terrible Yelp review. And then, and then, you know, the church basically were like, okay. Get out of here. You're excommunicated. Uh-huh. And he was um, sided with an imperial ban. And so they took away everything. They took his knighthood. And he basically, like, left the village. And um, it, it sounds like that's where they get him, you know, moving into the forest. And they said that he died two years later, later of natural causes. Of living in the forest. Of living in the forest. So I don't know where... <laughs> I know he's he's <laughs> I would pretty die sure. I would die sooner than that yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure because I wouldn't know how to live in the forest by myself no. for one reason but I mean also you know if I had to go to the bathroom in the woods I would probably just die of a ruptured bladder, bladder or something oh, because yeah. there's I, I can't die. yeah no. yeah so so yeah that's the story it's interesting I don't know where they got the the scarecrow from that guy but i guess or the cannibalism but i guess they just wanted to hype it up a little bit more to to scare children we'll never know we'll never know but that's the story story behind hans yeah well he did he did girl he did Mm -hmm. um i like him being a scarecrow that's like modern day hunting yeah it is they go up in those little things and then they kill everything from up high Mm mm-hmm Real sportsmanship, like. Yeah, you put your corn on the ground so that the animals will come to you, and then you just shoot them. With you don't actually goes- hunt. <laughs> With one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. You need a bow and arrow. Uh-huh. Actually, no. I'm not going to get on the top. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're just throwing things out there. Yeah. But anyways... Yeah, that's the story of um, the cannibalistic scarecrow. As if scarecrows weren't creepy enough. Yeah, those are pretty creepy already by Mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, just Merry Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy Yule. Yuletide. This is our our gift to you. (laughs) Whether you wanted it or not. Yeah, nobody asked for it. You know, Mm -hmm. we just thought we'd do it. Yeah, from the goodness of our hearts. Yeah. We did. Anyways, until our next show. Stay safe. Okay, yeah, bye. Stay creepy. (laughs) Yeah, stay creepy. All right, that's (laughs) all then. Are we over? We done. Okay, bye. Bye.